Hey, and welcome to the Creative Business Brain Clinic. My name's Helen Knight. I'm your host, and I'm a creative leads consultant and business consultant for designers and creative people. So it's lovely to have Mike Brennan with us today. Excellent. So um, welcome, Mike. It's lovely to have you here today. Um, I understand that you are an artist um, and a designer. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. Actually, a graphic design is my main background. Um, that's what I went to art school for and worked in the industry for several years. Uh, I won't give away my age, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been around the block for a couple of times as far as design uh, with, you know, agencies big and small and then, you know, now on my own. So yeah. Oh, fantastic. Well done. And how you like, a, would you say you're a freelancer now or how would you kind of describe yourself? Uh, I kind of describe myself really more in terms of like an entrepreneur or small business uh, in terms of the design stuff, especially not necessarily freelancer, because a lot of the clientele that I have are either other small businesses that are looking for logos or branding, you know, some kind of marketing materials or mm -hmm. even other entrepreneurs who maybe they're in the online space for education and they need you know, PDF lead magnets designed, or they need certain uh, web graphics designed or social media graphics, things like that. So yeah. um, able to, to kind of take that, what I learned in the corporate space, kind of distill it down and then also maintain a lot more of the relational connection. That's really important for me um, so that I don't feel like I'm part of this kind of large machine, um, but that there's still that very personal contact. Yeah, fantastic. And I've, I always see you popping up online, doing your lives, and um, you're obviously building a nice community as well. Um, yeah. And I love, I love the idea that you're encouraging people to um, to have a daily habit of creativity. Um, where did that idea come from? So that idea actually was born out of um, a very difficult time for me. It was a time where. I was kind of moving in and out of some things myself creatively and had this 10 year period where I really wasn't doing any art myself, any personal art. And even professionally, I was in a different field. Um, I had kind of hit a wall in design where I was at this company doing magazine layout, editorial design, and it was great. And I loved it, great people. Um, couldn't complain about that. But what happened was that because of the rhythm of every two weeks, having this deadline, cranking out this work, I felt like I wasn't able to actually enjoy the work that I just created. And then we were moving on to something else. Yeah. And after a number of years of that, and also feeling like I had maybe hit my ceiling a little bit, and you start asking questions like, is this it? Like, is this, have I arrived? Because this doesn't feel like I've arrived and it feels like there should be more. Um, and so I started questioning a lot of that kind of stuff. And like I said, then I kind of switched careers and fields and spent 10 years where I wasn't really doing anything much creative in that regard. And I didn't realize the importance of maintaining that even personally. Um, and I think when you're wired to be creative, you have to create, Yeah, you I have to find a way. And what happened is that I actually started to suffer from depression and it really started to mess with me uh, slowly, but then people started coming to me and saying like, you know, yourself and, and, you know, I was thinking to myself, like, I, I don't understand what you're talking about. Like, I'm still, I'm, I'm high functioning, you know, I'm doing a lot of things. I'm really busy. 
but I didn't realize that that part of me was really taking its toll where I wasn't creating, I wasn't engaging with that part of myself. And so, you know, I had to kind of, again, pivot and shift that of some things and a whole bunch of life events happened, but basically brought me to the point where it was like, okay, we're starting over. Like we've hit rock bottom and what is life going to look like now? And what is creativity going to look like right now? And for me, that was a moment where it felt like, I don't know if I have enough energy to show up today to give much at all, because emotionally I'm still trying to heal and I'm trying to get some perspective and I'm trying to figure things out. And so I remember though, leaning into that urge to say, you need to return to your creativity for yourself. Like forget about clients right now, forget about like monetizing this, forget about anything for the marketplace, but just because you enjoy creating, or at least at one time you did, like yeah. how do you get back to that? And so that started me on a journey to go, okay, who are some people that I can start exposing myself to that can help me in this? And one of the books that I read was The Creative License by this guy, Danny Gregory. And Danny was a New York City ad exec, and I believe he was more on the copywriting side. But he had this wonderful practice of doing daily art. And he created these books where it was really like visual journaling almost. Um, and it was really amazing. And in this book, he talked about a couple of things that really struck me. One was a five or 10 minute drawing is better than no drawing at all. And although that sounds silly at face value, I really tried to take it to heart and said, okay, that might be all I have to manage today is to mm -hmm. show up and do a five or 10 minute drawing. So can I lean into that and lower the bar of expectation of like creating this masterpiece when I sit down, you know, creating something great that I feel proud of. Can I just lower the bar to be like, I showed up today and I put in five or 10 minutes because that's all I could muster, but that's more than I did yesterday. And so in this book, he also talked about this whole idea of a 365 day art making journey. Um, some some people have done you know a lot of projects around those in the past and I've seen them online. And I thought to myself again, like, I don't know if I can do that because if I'm starting at, starting at zero again, right? And starting with a 10 year gap, like how do I go a whole year showing up every day, mm. like not missing one day? And I thought, I don't know if I can do this, but again, what do I have to lose at this point? So yeah. I started out on that journey and I remember thinking, okay, a daily creative habit is what I'm trying to establish here. Um, I didn't necessarily have a lot of the terminology I use now for it. But at that point, I knew I needed to show up and just try to create. So I remember sitting in this local Starbucks and I'm drawing this Starbucks coffee cup. And it's in the sketchbook that I, you know, managed to find and it was horrible. It was such an embarrassing rendering. Um, and I remember thinking to myself, like, really hope nobody's looking over my shoulder because if they knew that I went to art school and this is what I produced just now, like that's way, way embarrassing. But I had to give myself grace and figure out that like, okay, I need to learn how to do this again. I need to, mm -hmm. to flex muscles that have not been used in a really long time. And mm -hmm. so I wrote at the top day one and, um, you know, I'm proud of that drawing and I'm also embarrassed by that drawing at the same time because obviously <laughs> technically it's not a great drawing, but I'm proud of it because it was my day one. Yeah, you got to start somewhere, haven't you? Exactly. 
so that carried me through uh, the entire first year and um, kept making some modifications as I went along to my journey. And then I said, I don't think I'm done yet. And as a matter of fact, I'm still going today and it'll be uh, nine years in April that every single day I've done at least some kind of, you know, some piece of art, drawing, painting, digital work. Um, and now because I do also, you know, I'm back into doing this for, for livelihood, I don't consider any client work part of that project too, because I know some people might be like, well, it's easy for you to say you show up and do something every day because it's part of what you do for, for a job. Yeah. But my other stuff this is like a separate project that's like more of my personal passion project so okay yeah i understand yeah. excellent well that sounds amazing and that does sound like a challenge but as you said if you break it down and just think even if i just do five minutes or a few minutes here and there right and you know it's like baby steps isn't it getting into exactly a new mm -hmm. exactly and okay. i found that you know in the beginning it was more about creating the momentum and the habit than it was about the actual quality of the work, which sometimes we need that perspective shift because we want to sit down again and we want to create this masterpiece. We want to be like, this is incredible, you know, right out of the gate. And we don't want those messy first drafts, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, we can hold, we can be really hard on ourselves, can't we? And just and be like, no, that's rubbish and throw it away. And <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, it's um, it's I, I do think it's good to have a lot of messy, um, you know, ideas first. Whatever you're doing, you know, whatever sort of part of your business it is, it's important to get out all those ideas first, even if they don't look great or don't sound great or whatever it is that you're trying to create. Um, yeah. Because it's part of the process, you know, that's how your mind works. So really, really important. Yeah. Um, okay. What are you kind of focused on in your business right now? What's, what's the main aim at the minute? Yeah, so I have taken the approach of multiple streams of income. Um, I believe that really, I think all creatives should adopt that mentality because it's really easy to get focused on one thing. And then I've seen people over the years where they just kind of bury their themselves in their work and either an industry changes or there's some kind of pivot and they haven't necessarily been keeping up with adapting and suddenly they're left behind or like a whole industry is wiped out um, or, or some other massive change. And then all of a sudden they're playing catch up. They're mm -hmm. trying to react instead of being in the moment of um, thinking, how can I make sure that I have multiple areas that are still feeding my income? And so that's the way I really tried to divide it up for two reasons. One, you know, monetarily, I think that's a smart thing to do to kind of diversify a little bit so that you're not depending on one source, like I said, in case that source goes away. But the other is I have a lot of different interests as well. And I have a lot of different expressions I like to, to lean into. And so, you know, for me, the, the majority is still coming from graphic design. Uh, and then second to that is illustration. And so, um, you know, as you can see behind me, kind of all the, the paintings and the digital artwork oh, that I've, I've created. Thank you. Um, that stuff has come either out of certain passion projects that then I have monetized or some client work. Um, it's always nice when I can do some design that involves some illustration as well uh, mm -hmm. for some logos or branding and things like that. And so that's kind of on that side, uh, along with selling art prints and, um, you know, all the usual things that go along with a design and illustration. And then I've got another side of my business that that um, is really more about helping other creatives. 
And so that looks like me coming alongside of people who maybe they're where I was, you know, uh, uh, 10 years ago, you know, uh, nine years ago, and they're looking to start again, or they're looking for some kind of community or support. Um, they're looking for some, some answers, right? Because I think we're all on that journey where no matter where we are, there's always more for us to learn. But then there's also the stuff that we've already learned that we kind of tend to forget is actually valuable to other people. Yeah. So I'm trying to lean into that more and to be a resource for more creatives on their own journey. And so that looks like, you know, speaking opportunities. And it looks like uh, I have a course that's called Your, um, Your Artist Journey. And uh, I kind of walk through what that 365 and daily creative habit looks like for me. Um, the daily creative habit group, the Facebook group, of course, oh, that you're a part yes. too. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, more things in line with that and offering resources um, for people who, like I said, really want to lean into the creativity, whether it's for personal projects or they actually want to maybe cross over and start doing this for a living to give them some handles and some help and perspective on what what are some of the pitfalls or what are some of the things I need to be thinking about in this so that I don't just go okay you know I'm gonna leave my my full-time job now and then just do art forever and that's gonna be wonderful and everybody's gonna love it and buy it all the time you know <laughs> so we get a little idealistic sometimes you know yeah definitely when I had my first design business I was I was a bit like that <laughs> I just kind of um thought yeah I can do this and and I just I just went in sort of jumped right in and um and I I, I give myself credit I did fairly well but it, it was a big struggle and back then there wasn't anywhere near the kind of support there is now for people that are running businesses yeah. it's easier to establish one thing as your main thing first and get that up and running as opposed to trying to do like say four or five different things that are still kind of related of course but trying to get all those things up and running at the same time as well because what ends up happening is a few things one you're going to get really tired because you're going to feel like you're spinning a lot of plates you're spinning there and then you're going over there and spinning that and, and you're going back and forth between all these different things the other thing that happens is that sometimes your your messaging is going to suffer because people are going to say, well, wait, I thought you did this or wait, I thought, wait, you're talking about that now? Like they get a little confused. Mm -hmm. And um, I actually had some people come to me, you know, a couple of years ago when I was in the middle of that stuff. And they're like, look, we love what you do. We, we think you're a great guy. We just don't know how to recommend you. Like, we don't know what you're really about. We don't know what box to put you in. And it's creative people like that almost sounds like, you know, like a dirty word, you know, we're like, don't put me in a box, you know, I want to, you know, I want to be creative. That's the whole point. Right. But the problem is that people need to know how, what you do helps them. Yeah. And if they don't have a clear understanding of that, then they're just going to move on. Yeah. I was, when I started off uh, in my twenties, I, I was trying to do everything. That was my problem. I was trying to do so many different things. Um, I, I did animation, I did websites, I did logos, I did um, print design, um, I was going to do banners, all sorts of things. Like basically anything that, that needed designing, I would, I would do it. <laughs> I would just yeah. go to networking events and try and just listen to people, find out what they needed and, and try and help them. But I was trying, I was spreading myself really too thin um, and trying to do, trying to be an expert in everything. And um, I wish I'd just narrowed down 
um, exactly like the type of design I wanted to do. I wish I'd um, narrowed down the type of person I wanted to help, um, the exact problem I was solving. You know, I didn't yeah. understand any of that back then. Um, and I even had a business coach and, and uh, I still I still didn't um, get that kind of information. So, um, yeah, it was a it was a struggle for many years. But um, but now, you know, we all live and learn don't we and I've, I've learned so much along the way um and like you I was sort of in and out of of uh, doing design for for quite a few years so yeah I've done lots of other things as well but um like I think you're right you know you do miss it when it's not there yeah. I uh, I went for quite a while without doing any drawing or anything and when I was younger that's all I would do you know I I loved drawing and I loved illustration and if you'd asked me like when I was 10 what what I wanted to be I, I would have said an illustrator <laughs> that was it um you know I loved it that much so um but yeah I think things can change over the years but I think we all go on a journey for a reason I think um I think like you I think I'm meant to be helping people uh, definitely yeah. so uh, so yeah it's all been worth its while <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think there's something to be said about, like for me, even if I go through something that's terrible or I'm like, I don't really know what to do with this. This is something I would not choose. Um, it's a trial, it's a struggle. If I can come through the other side and figure out how to leverage that so that it's redeemed for somebody else to help them, then I feel like, okay, at least it has some kind of worth. Yeah. It wasn't just this terrible thing that I experienced and then, oh, well, maybe I learned a couple of lessons, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> if, if I can seriously, if I can if I can leverage that to help other people, then I feel like, OK, we're using it for good. You know? mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that, I think that's great. I think um, I think every, everybody's got that potential to to pass on you know anything that they learn to other people and to, that can definitely be part of anybody's creative business i think that's yeah. really um there's a lot of value in, in the things that we learn along our journey um so yeah that's great do do you feel like at the minute then um that your your business at the moment where, where do you feel that these sort of the main things that you feel that are working really well right okay so I've maintained, like I said, my daily creative habit as far as my own personal projects. I really do believe, and every chance I get to, to talk to someone who, even, especially if they're a professional creative, I hear a lot like, I'm creating all day long and it's for other people. Mm. When I get home, I don't have the energy or the ability to create for myself. Maybe if I have time on a weekend or you know some extended time off or something, or I have some kind of, you know, real inspiration strike, then maybe I'll, I'll dig out my supplies and do something, right? <laughs> but the problem is that that what, what, what ends up happening a lot of times, um, and this isn't necessarily for everybody, but a lot of times I've seen this, people start to feel like there's more that I want to say and do than what I can contain in my client work. Like your client work is not the appropriate place for you to go. I want to express myself like this. This is the statement I want to make, or this is what I believe, or this is what I, you know, um, that's not the right forum for that. Um, I mean, there may be times when things align and you're able to do certain things like that more, but by and large, you, you need an area where you can pour yourself out and it's not touched by clients and it's not touched by committees or budgets or things like that where you can just simply create for the joy of creating because you want to and that will do wonders for your client work 
and other areas of your life as well. Because when you're engaged with that part of yourself, all of a sudden something starts to come alive again. Something starts to um, bring a lot of joy and a lot of excitement and passion to some things. And through that process, sometimes clarity. Um, sometimes you may have an idea come in while you're working on your private thing that may actually affect what you're doing professionally. And, you know, we can't kind of separate separate all, all the stuff, you know, we don't put those things in boxes and say, well, this stuff doesn't touch that stuff. We're, we're a complete person and it all overlaps. So I would say, number one, make sure that you have some kind of personal project that you're working on or, or ongoing engagement of your own art and creativity, mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Um, Cause I think we need that as people. Uh, the other thing I would say is um, it's really important to continue to meet new people, continue to get out there. And even if you're somebody who's introverted, I completely understand that that may be more difficult, but I think you may need to apply your creativity in such a way that you figure out how to do that, how to show up in a way that works for you, but that you're still engaging with people, still meeting new people, getting ideas, getting exposed to new methods and techniques and people doing amazing work. Because, you know, when I was working in a lot of these positions where I was on staff, I was in a cubicle someplace. I was tucked away in a company and there was a whole big world that was going on out there that I had no idea people existed in. And once I finally got the chance to actually be out there and be meeting some people because I had to, right? Because I was looking for people to serve. I was looking for people to connect with. Um, then I started to realize that the true benefit of connecting, you know, and a lot of times we'll say like networking or things like that. I think a lot of there's there's a lot of baggage sometimes that comes with that word networking. People think like, oh, I don't want to be around those people like the sweaty palms pressing those business cards into you like, hey, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not talking about that kind of stuff, but I'm talking about, you know, meeting with people where you can to say um, be, be interested in people learn from people, figure out where you can offer some help and make new relationships. Because um, I think that will continue to help you in your business, help you in your creativity, and also give you some ability to help other people um, so that it's this reciprocal relationship that happens. And that will do wonders for you um, in your business and in your creative life. You know, um, it's just really important. Yeah, definitely. I think it's really common that a lot of uh, designers or artists kind of shut themselves away from the world. It's really, I've seen it a lot and I, I know I've done it myself in the past. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, it's, you kind of get all consumed by it all, don't you? And, and you kind of get lost in a different world. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's, it's, um, it's really important to talk to people and especially now with what's going on in the world, you know, yeah. it's um, a lot of people can get isolated and it's so important to, to reach out and be part of some kind of community and, and make sure that you are, um, I guess, mixing with similar people, people that um, have the same interests, the same kind of values, and it's a much healthier way of life as well. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, cool. So um, I know you're, um, I know you're online and, and you're doing really well in your business at the minute is there um i don't know whether you need any help with anything or is there anything that you feel that you're struggling with right now um well i 
I'm definitely in a bunch of different groups that are more business related and more entrepreneurial mm -hmm. in spirit. And so I've had to learn a lot of that just on the fly. You know, I didn't have exposure to that stuff. They don't teach you that stuff in art school, or at least they didn't when I was there. <laughs> it was more about technique. It was more about your skill and your talent yeah. uh, and, and ideas, right? Concepts. Um, but as far as like, hey, here's how you actually set up a business and work with budgets and do your own marketing and promotion and, you know, like all of that kind of stuff. Um, that's come by just diving in and going, okay, I know I need to figure this out because this comes with the territory. So let's, again, surround myself with some people who are doing some stuff that I think I can learn from and being in groups where I can share and say, this is what's going on with me right now. Here's here's what I'm working on. Um, here's what I'm trying to, to build or scale or here's what isn't working. Um, here's where I need to pivot. Um, you know, sometimes with having multiple interests and expressions, it, it still is um, a struggle to say, okay, well, what is it that's going to be my main emphasis right now? Or what is it that I'm going to be speaking about my messaging, you know, online uh, mm -hmm. again, so that I'm not changing the channel too often and confusing people. Um, and so even like you know, maybe two years ago, I was doing a lot more pet portraits and some other types of art. And I decided that I was doing a lot of this along with uh, the other things I was doing. And I said, I need to, to, I need to take a break on that. I need to, to kind of press pause and really assess, is this something that I feel like I really want to do more of? Like what would happen if tomorrow this thing blew up and I all of a sudden that was the main thing that I could do. And I just had so much work regarding that. And I was thinking to myself, I don't think that that's something that I want, that I wouldn't want that to happen. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to do more of that kind of work. Um, and so it was a hard thing for me to do, but I said, I'm just not, I'm going to stop talking about that. I'm going to stop putting that in a prominent place on my website. Um, mm -hmm. If somebody comes to me and says, Hey, would you do a pet portrait? I'll still do them. And I still do them every so often, but it's not, part of my offering. Um, and I think sometimes figuring out what those things are that you need to remove and cut, even if they're kind of working, can still be a challenge. And mm -hmm. so... Um, yeah, so do you mean it's like feeling aligned with what you're meant to be doing and feeling like, yeah, that you're, yeah. you're doing what you're meant to be doing in life and, and feel happy yeah. with the kind of work that you do? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think for right now, like the, the present, I have challenges of, okay, so I would like to be doing more things that are helping more creatives, right? Like I talked about that other part of my business. That's not the part of my business right now that's uh, making a lot of money. Um, I'm making a lot of connections and I'm, I'm setting things up so that I can move into some more things. Mm -hmm. But the other side of my business, the design and illustration portion is really the thing that's funding a lot more of that stuff. Okay. So a lot of times you have to figure out, okay, if I'm going to start a new initiative on something, or if I feel like something's going to grow and I want that to be more of an offering, what is it going to take for that to happen? 
and how is that going to be funded or how am I going to be able to make sure that I'm still you know making money and paying the bills and doing what I need to do so that I'm just not going all in on something that is not that doesn't have the ability to generate the money that you need to right now um, it may be a slower build yeah. or it may be something that is uh, I hate to use this word but like a funnel to something else you know because um, sometimes, again, we can have bad baggage <laughs> around certain words and start to feel like everybody's getting, you know, getting all marketing speak on us. Um, <laughs> but, you know, at the end of the day, it is business and it is, um, you know, trying to create things that help people, uh, regardless of if that's graphics or if that's uh, a system and a process to help somebody or sharing experiences. Um, it's all figuring out how do we how do we systematize that? How do we speak about it so that it connects with people and connect with the right people so yeah. that ultimately others can feel like you are the answer I was looking for you. Thank you so much for creating that. Mm. That's exactly what I need for this part of my journey. And if it weren't for you, I would still be out there kind of looking and going like, I don't know what to do. I don't know, I don't know how to take this right next step. Yeah. And so something that we can create that can help somebody else do that, take their right next step. That's a huge privilege um, and figuring out how do we leverage more for that so that it's not just, you know, uh, low hanging fruit and bare minimum and going, yeah, okay, so I'm, I'm getting by or I'm making a living and, you know, I'm coasting or that kind of thing, but really leveraging more for the things that are really important for you and aligned with you, kind of like what you just said before, you know, mm. the things that you really feel passionate about that you should be spending more of your time in, you know? Yeah, I think you're doing the right things, building your community of, and if you've got some kind of community that you're building or um, at least understand the types of people that you connect to most um, and you start to really get to know them and understand them and, and learn about all their problems and their desires and um, the things that they worry about and just learn about them as much as you can yeah and um sort of the things that you can you start to realize the things that you can help them with um it just seems to be like a natural process you know once you really know those people it's so much easier to really um, offer them something to help them if you know them well enough and a lot of people go wrong because they kind of they they do it the other way around they do it backwards where they they have something that they want to do and they want to sell that and um and that's then that's all they're interested in they don't really look at it from the other side but those two sides have to connect you know it has to be exactly what they need what those people are wanting and needing and it needs to be you know your skills um, your the kind of the ideal thing that you would like to do as well and a lot of people struggle with that you know to create an offer or something that's um that's really attractive to those people um and something that they really enjoy doing yeah i think it's also easy to get stuck in thinking that you know what people want mm. i've been guilty of that in the past and those are the times when i haven't understood that oh i have to actually validate this idea and this offer before I go full out in it, you know, I'm somebody, I get an idea, I get excited. I'm like, let's go, let's do it. Let's, you know, <laughs> so let's jump on it. Um, and so my struggle is, okay, yes, but let's do a little bit of research. And like me, you know, the other part of me is like research. Ew, that sounds so gross. It's, you know, blah, <laughs> you know I, that's not creative. That's not, you know, that's not fun. Um, but the problem is then again, if I'm, if I'm going to be spending so much time, energy, effort, maybe money in something, I want to make sure it's the right thing. And that's a match. And even if it's like, well, 
past me, you know, me from 10 years ago is my avatar and my ideal client. There's so much stuff that well, a lot of times we're too close to ourselves and we don't see things the way we really need to see them. Mm -hmm. And so by removing ourselves from the situation, finding people, real people that we can have conversation with and, and find out what are the needs there? What are the struggle points? Oh, okay. This does the line with what I thought, or this goes, Oh, there's something here that's completely different than what I was thinking. And this actually aligns better with my experiences and what I can help them with. Mm. Um, unless you're in those conversations, unless you're understanding people, being interested in people, that stuff's not going to happen on its own. It's not going to happen in a vacuum. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I think the more conversations you have with people, the better. And and to come across, um, you know, just in a way of, of giving value as much as you can. That's kind of the way I approach um sort of um, talking to anyone really just always lead with value I believe yeah. that so much and um, it's all you know trying to take yourself out of it like you said that's really key um, just focus on them focus on what they want what they need um, and often um, you know what they want sometimes isn't what they need but you have to listen yeah. and you have to learn <laughs> uh, from what they tell you and their perspective and their beliefs and how they see things in their shoes um, it's really really important um, and yeah, then then you can easily create things that they that, that they will kind of really snap your hand off for, you know, things that are like irresistible offers um, because you'll really know them so well that, you know, you'll you'll know what they're thinking, you'll know what what they're feeling and you'll know you'll be able to create something that that helps them um, in those key steps that you mentioned, you know, the, on that journey. Um, yeah. It's really, really important. So, yeah, I think um, I think you're doing the right thing. I think you're getting to know people, which is great. Um, I think once you do get a, a feeling of something um, that people might want, it's like you say, just test it first. And even if you don't really enjoy doing research, I think you are doing research, but you probably don't realise you're doing it. <laughs> Uh, you know, if you're talking to people, if you're asking questions in your groups and things like that, that is research. You know, you are doing that market research, which is great. I think that's really, really key. Um, and I test things every week. I'm always asking things on my page. Because um, I talk to a lot of people, uh, my page is very active because I'm always talking to people. And um, so if you can talk to the types of people you want to help on a regular basis, they will give you that feedback that you need. And um, and you'll always know if, if you've got the right offer, if you're talking about something that's really they're really passionate about, if you're talking about something that they really, um, you know, they really want help with. Um, and you can test it in lots of different ways. You can test it just by a simple post and asking them, oh, would you like this? <laughs> I've done that. Uh, I've done that many times. Um, and usually you know straight away whether you've got something or not. Also, copywriting, I know we've touched on it a little bit. Um, the way you say things makes a massive difference as well. So um, if you if you offer something, but you haven't worded it in the right way, it may not come across um, in the way that people kind of perceive it. It's, you know, they perceive it as something else. Um, you've got to really lead with um, a solution. So I would make sure that you're clear on the solution. You know, what is it that people are going to get if you offer them this? Because um, if they can't really see the solution, if it's too vague, if you're explaining something 
um, and you're saying, oh, would you like this? But it doesn't really tell them exactly what they get. Then that doesn't help them kind of go, oh, yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> right. Yeah, so that's really key. Um, yeah. So cool. Are you are you going to uh, test out a few offers then? Is that your next step? Yeah, there's a few things that I'm, I'm doing uh, that I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be testing out and some of the things that I've been testing over the past couple of months, um, more so in terms of like creating some digital assets uh, on the design side. You know, I think a lot of, a lot of designers, you know, can feel like the template stuff is, you know, kind of like roll their eyes at it and go like, well, that's not the stuff that I really want to do. That's not the stuff that's, you know, it's not the good design, you know, it's not the important design. Um, but I think if it continues to solve a problem for somebody and it's something that you can do and apply your skill to, why not create some, some resources for people? Um, and maybe it can even introduce you to some people who might not be able to afford you for a complete custom solution, but you just might start a conversation with somebody with some template things that could turn into, you know, if they, if you stay top of mind with that person, maybe when they're ready and they do need something custom, then they can come to you, uh, for, for something larger. So I think diversifying your offering, even in design stuff is really important so that it's not just all thinking like important design things that are going to win awards and, you know, be somehow, um, you know, in that caliber. Um, but again, really coming down to how can you help and serve people through it? Fantastic. Well, it's been, been lovely hearing from you and, and your journey and everything so far. It sounds like you're doing amazing. And um, I'm obviously always here if you do want um, an ear to, uh, you know, bounce any ideas off, anything like that. I'm happy to chat to you anytime. Um, so yeah, thank you very much for today. Is there anything else you want to ask? If, if anyone is interested in, um, I do have a podcast too called uh, Creative Chats. And uh, as we were talking about before, you know, just that sense of community where so often we put our heads down and we go into that creative cave because that's what the work requires. But oh, too many times we stay in that cave even when we're not doing that work anymore. Um, and we forget that there are other people out there, other creative people that are sometimes experiencing a lot of the same trials, tribulations, joys, have resources, maybe want to collaborate, all that other world that's going on out there. Yeah. We're in our little cave. And so picking our heads up and joining the rest of the world a lot of times, sometimes that can even look like, hey, uh, you know, listening and watching something like this or listening to a podcast. Um, that's helpful because it lets us know, hey, we're not alone. That's it. Um, our experiences are validated and we can find commonalities and um, be encouraged for our own journeys. Excellent. Well, thank you very much. And I have had a quick listen to a couple of yours. They sound amazing. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well done. Cool. So thank you very much. Thanks.